Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. It is 7.05 on this Tuesday morning. It's the 12th day of December, 2023. I'm John Reed, and glad you are waking up with us here on News Radio WRVA. It's interesting, the little diatribe that I went off on in the first hour, the family hour, was not what I had planned. I just, I wake up in the morning, I look at some of these stories, and I do think, I mean, like, we're doubling down on every bad behavior. We're doubling down on criminality and this really horrible mindset that somehow has gotten into the Democrat Party that you can be nice to criminals and somehow that's going to leave us in a better place. Restorative justice. So we're going to calculate every punishment for behavior today, bad behavior today, whether it's tax evasion or whether it's rape or murder, or whatever whatever the crime is somebody is committing today, we're going to recalibrate the punishment today based on historic injustice in the past, and somehow somebody, some egghead up at UVA or uh, you know, some smaller egghead at VCU is going to think that that will put you in a better place culturally. I mean, already the data indicates that's not the case. We're doubling down on welfare. You know, coming up with ways to pay everybody's bills for everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, this polls real well. People people are struggling uh, paying for child care. So the state of Virginia needs to pay for child care. Well, I don't know about you. Um, and I don't think I'm a selfish person, but it's 707 in the morning. And I've been up since, you know, 430 this morning. And quite frankly, I don't want a part of my paycheck going to pay for your child care. Sorry. That's kind of on you. I don't have children. So why should I pay for your child care? Why should everybody come to Richmond in January and come up with a way to spend my money to pay for your kids? How about you take care of your kids? Is that such a mean, horrible, unchristian thing for me to say? That you might be responsible for your own family? That the father of the family, assuming there is one, will actually be responsible for paying the bills. I know it's tough. I mean, it's tough for me to pay my bills. And as I point out, I don't have kids. So I, I have a great deal of um, appreciation for someone who is leading a traditional life with two kids or more, and you're taking care of your family. I respect you very much. But it's not my responsibility to take care of your, your children. And I think it's, I think it's weird. None of the data is pointing in the direction that this is a successful way to live a, a create a society, a functioning, prosperous society. There's no data point that indicates that we're headed in the right direction. And yet, oh, we got the Democrats coming back in power in January and filing some ridiculous 
ideas. You can be so thankful that Glenn Youngkin, even if you were frustrated with Glenn Youngkin, don't be frustrated because he's going to stop the worst stuff. I hope all of it, but it's certainly the worst stuff from happening. Mark Early Jr. is the delegate-elect uh, from the 73rd District in the House of Delegates. Thank goodness he's going down there. I watched him give a lot of speeches over the last several months, and he seems to be relatively well-grounded. So, delegate-elect Early, good morning to you. I'm glad you're here. What are you, what are you thinking as you uh, get ready to go to the Capitol on January 10th. Good morning, John. Thanks Good for morning. having me on. Of course, I appreciate yeah. it. Well, Always listen, as I've already heard you, I've already heard you talking about this morning. Um, you know, the Democrats are coming in with an agenda uh, as as anybody um, you know with eyes and ears would expect they would, um, and so we have a lot of work to do. So let's just back up for a second, okay, and talk about what happened a month ago uh, on November 7th, right? Because yeah. obviously. We did not land in exactly the place we wanted to. Um, so just a couple takeaways from me on that. I think, it, you know, with the new maps that were uh, drawn out by the Supreme Court, they were never great for us. And that's just the honest truth that uh, they put our side in a tough position. Yeah, I do think, you know, I don't want to put lipstick on a pig, but even though we did not uh, hold the House or flip the Senate, let's be honest, the, the race was super close throughout the entire state. And Virginia is very, very closely divided, which we already knew, right? And this really came down to just a couple seats. Uh, we actually gained ground in the Senate, even though we didn't accomplish our goal of taking the Senate. We gained the seat. We lost a little ground in the House. Both chambers are controlled by the Democrats, but by the narrowest possible majority. So um, while I, I think we need to think hard about what lessons to take from this and how to go forward, you know, to everybody out there on our side, you know, this this was never going to be a short-term project. This right. is a long-term project we're dealing with here in Virginia and in the country. You and I both know how deep a lot of our problems run. This is not going to be solved in a year. It's not going to be solved, unfortunately, I don't think even in a decade. This is a long-term project. So take heart, keep the faith, keep your chin up. You know, we live to fight another day. And we have a lot of work to do, both on defense and on offense. Yeah. And like you're saying, you know, thank goodness we have Governor Youngkin as a backstop. But look, there's a lot we can still do in the legislature. Um, and it starts with being a hard no to a lot of the bad ideas that the Democrats are putting forward. You know, a few days after they won the majorities, they uh, told us exactly what they were going to do, which was predictable, even though they, you know, uh, let's just be honest about it. They, you know, they lied when they were running. Yeah. Well, what jumps out at you? With it, that they have talked about already, because the, the I guess everybody's pre-filing bills now, so you can right. the cards are getting laid on the table. What jumps out at you is holy cow, this is crazy. Well, the very first thing that they put out, the, their very first top of the list is um, uh, kowtowing to their uh, biggest donors and their, and their biggest group. So they're going hard left uh, on abortion. Uh, they want to. They they said they wanted to keep the status quo. They don't. They want to expand abortion. Um, and no matter where you fall on that issue, I, I just don't know anybody who says, you know, you know what, we need more abortion. That's what we want. So right. they, they want to go hard left on that uh, in a time of rising crime. They've already stated they want to crack down on you and I's Second Amendment rights, you know, law abiding people, as opposed to actually going after the source of the real crime. Um, instead of seriously talking about economic policy and inflation, uh, you know, they basically just want to put more. Uh, burdens and rules and regulations on small business uh, because it sounds nice and it sounds like it's going to be helpful to people, but it really has a very narrow economic view and it's just going to do more to burden us when we're already in this place. So 
we got to play defense on a lot of those things. Uh, but in terms of offense, you know, when I was talking to you and other people during the campaign, we talked about uh, really four four main issues. Mm-hmm. One is education, one's public safety, next the economy, and then our kids and families. So on education, I still think there is some uh, hope on moving, uh, you know, moving forward on the education savings account issue, even if we look at it from a uh, a narrow eligibility perspective, mm-hmm. meaning even even if we're saying that, hey, if you're, a, if you're a family of limited economic means, you're going to be able to get a, a portion of your tax money back if the school that your child is in is not working for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? And that could be a lot of reasons. That could be the school itself. It could be, a, you know, bullying, whatever. We want to empower parents and maximize choice for those families. I would love to see that be universal, but uh, even if we have to do it incrementally, I mm-hmm. think that's absolutely critical. Something's got to change know, with the current situation with the schools because they're just not delivering unfortunately i mean my both of my parents were involved in public education uh for many many years so it pains me to acknowledge that the new generation is it's just not working so do you think you can get something like that through or is it about making the argument so that maybe people hear it and when they do get fed up they go well at least the republicans are thinking of something new it's both Mm-hmm. It's both. There's, you know, unfortunately, some of the things that we're going to be doing this session are going to be making the argument and they're going to be making points and they're going to be making clear that, hey, at least the, at least most of the Democrats are going to deny low income kids even an opportunity to succeed. And that's important. It's an important point to make. Now, do we actually have a chance of it? Um, sure. I mean, again, we have these are the these are the narrowest of margins. So. I know, you know, I know people um, who may not be, you know, as conservative as you and I, who uh, see the real impact of the failing school system we have right now, and I think are starting to second guess, are we really doing this correctly? So is there a chance? Sure, I think there is. Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing I think there may be a chance on, believe it or not, is, you know, this electric vehicle mandate shifting the economy here. Uh, You know, even there was a story recently that even a state like Connecticut, as far left as they are, are backing off their electric vehicle mandate right. because they know it doesn't make any economic sense at all. And they know it's just not realistic. So uh, did you think, think that that worked to- when you talked about it on the campaign trail? George Allen said that when he was campaigning for candidates that people didn't know about it and it really resonated with them. Did, what did you see uh, on the door knocking and, and your speeches when you brought that up? Yeah, I think people care about it because mm-hmm. I think people understand that, especially in the tight times we're in, uh, you know, people need more uh, flexibility. They need more freedom, uh, economic freedom, not less. And this is really, I mean, this is just pure ideology run amok. I mean, just saying, hey, you have to buy an electric vehicle when the data is not there to eat. I mean, even if you buy into their whole climate agenda, which I don't, even if you buy into it, this thing doesn't even make sense. Uh, and I think people understand that it's basically just, it makes them feel good to push it forward. And, you know, so it, it's just, it's totally nonsensical. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing I think that we may be able to get some bipartisan support on, at least I would hope is we have, our kids are in dire straits and it's for a lot of reasons, but one of them is, is all of the social media stuff, right? I mean, there was a study that came out recently that said 60% of teen girls report being depressed or borderline depressed. And there's a whole lot of factors going on there. 
But the addiction to our phones and how social media is affecting kids is just a disaster. So we have got to we have got to move forward with parental notification about mm-hmm. kids' social media accounts, parental consent uh, for these things, and basically we, we have to start looking at this thing as dang- social media as dangerous um, uh, as as many many other things that we've talked about in our, in our past. So yeah. I would hope that we could move forward there. I also think just one other issue for you okay. here. Uh, I hope we could pull off a few people on this. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about a bill, this a free speech bill. You know, we've had a few issues in Virginia, especially up in Loudoun, where local employees, particularly school employees, have been fired basically for going to a school board meeting and in their personal capacity, you know, giving their opinion on a policy. Uh, and I think we need to protect the free speech of everybody, whatever side you're on. Just because you're a local or state employee, you should have the right to, you know, give your opinion in your personal capacity. So yeah. I would, um, think I would that hope that maybe would we could garner some support. Yeah. Well, listen, Mark Early Jr., the delegate elect, uh, District 73, and I follow you on Facebook. I know a lot of people in our audience are, you know, they don't want to be on social media. It's good to be on, even if you're just stalking people. Watch, watch what Mark <laughs> is posting on social media to get you one step ahead of understanding what's happening at the Capitol. And I appreciate you coming on, Mark. Thank you, John. Hey, my door is always open uh, for you and anybody uh, in the area down when we get uh, when we get going at the session here. So thank you all for your support, and let's get to work. We will definitely talk to you in January. Mark Early, Jr. 718, back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.